Hello everyone, I'm your host Hoon, and John Lee is here with me. Do you want to say hi, John? Hey guys, I'm here for moral support. Awesome. Um, I asked John to schedule our cool and awesome pastor for this interview, but Pastor Walton was busy, so I guess we'll have to settle. Uh, so welcome, Pastor Steven. Yes, hello everyone. Uh, good to be here with you. Thanks for joining us. Um, what's going on in your life? Um, the same as everyone else. Uh, quarantine, uh, social distancing, doing a lot of tasks and projects that uh, I was supposed to do uh, many months ago, but never got to. Um, yeah, and just laying low. Okay. And uh, I know for our usual interviewees, I ask a lot of questions about their lives, but um, since I have you here, I have a lot of uh, theologically rooted questions. Is it okay if we just jump right into them? No, no, no one's going to listen to this podcast. Then. <laughs> but, True, but th- this this is what people want to hear. Actually, a lot of these no, I are. I think they uh, want to. Okay. Just just give it a shot. Okay, ready? All right. So the first question is: In Deuteronomy, the scripture clearly states that you shall not boil a young goat. In its mother's milk. Hmm. Have you ever dipped a chocolate chip cookie in chocolate milk? No, I think, yeah, no, I would never do that. Chocolate chip always has to be dipped in whole milk, not 2%, not 1%, not chocolate milk or strawberry milk. Okay. Uh, cookies have to be dumped in whole milk. Okay. Because of the scripture. Because of the scripture, uh, because of common sense, <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, next question. This is a situational question. I hope you're ready. Um, right. You live in a small milling town called Wittenberg in the 16th century Holy Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. You come home after a hard day of work at the local blacksmith, and you have two choices for what to do tonight. The first choice is, to stay home with your wife Helga and 13 children, reading the Bible fresh off the Gutenberg press. Oh. Or the second choice is you go to join your pastor, Martin Luther, who has called for a community burning of all the Harry Potter books in the region. Which oh. option do you choose and why? I would choose the former. Uh, and the reason is because I am naturally an introvert. I'd like to just be home. Uh, with the people I know that I'm close to instead of joining a, uh, a large gathering that of uh, people I, d- I don't know. So. Okay, that, that is a correct answer, but not for the reasons that you said, but because <laughs> Harry Potter books did not exist back then. <laughs> little, little known fact. Okay. Gotcha journalism. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then let's move on to another question. I have a lot of theologically, uh, historically based questions. In 1 Kings chapter 3, God is pleased with King Solomon and grants him wisdom that is greater than that of anyone who's lived or will live. (laughs) Tonight, after enduring this interview with Christ-like patience, you are spoken to by God. Mm. Especially being pleased with you, he gives you a choice. Mm. The power to delete any one song from existence or the power to turn any used 1995 Honda Accord into a brand new 1996 Honda Accord. Which power Mm. do you choose and why? 
Wow, wow, that's what, what was the second option? A used 1995 Honda Accord into what? Into a new 1996 Honda Accord. <laughs> okay, uh, I think I would do the first option. Okay, and what song would you delete from existence? Uh, what song would I delete from existence? Um, all right, this is just a personal thing, um, but it would have to be uh, one of the Beatles songs um, okay. <laughs> called Dear Prudence. And that's because in high school, I fell in love with that song. Okay. And I thought, okay, when I have a daughter, I'm going to name her Prudence. Okay. When I got married and my wife and I, we talked, um, you know, during when she was pregnant, um, I told her, hey, I'd like to name my daughter Prudence. Uh, she told all of our family members and friends and they all ganged up on me. <laughs> And they thought I was crazy. They thought um, I have, I'm, I'm pretty wacko with names. And um, yeah, so if I can delete a song, it would be that because it influenced me so much. Um, yeah, the, that's, that's my pick, Dear Prudence by The okay. Beatles. I'm, I'm pretty familiar with The Beatles, but I can't think of that song. Can you sing it for us real quick? Um, Dear Prudence. <laughs> Um, you could just play it uh, on the podcast. <laughs> that was, John, edit that out. We're going to lose listeners. And uh, I have a follow-up question for that regarding your children. You have mm -hmm. three boys. Which one mm -hmm. of them is your least favorite? Oh. Um, you don't have to answer that. That's just a listener question from Facebook. Pretty <laughs> bad. Pretty bad question. Uh, I'm going to leave that. Russian uh, bots. Don't don't take questions from Russian bots. Yeah, Russian <laughs> bots. <laughs> okay. Let's do one more question. In Old Testament Israel, high priests used an elaborately bejeweled garment for oracular purposes. It had 12 precious stones on the front, representing the 12 tribes of Israel. And it also had two rocks hidden inside a pocket, I guess. And uh, priests would answer a question or ask a question to God and reach into the pocket for a stone. And I'm guessing one would answer yes and the other would be no. I'm not sure. Um, what were the names of the two rocks? And I have four choices for you. We have A, Urim and Jamin. B, mm -hmm. Zurim and Rumin. C, Urim and Thumim. And D, Urim and Dwayne Johnson. Hmm. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> uh, you can ask Jesus in your heart. Okay. Let me ask Jesus. Okay. Give me the answer. If I get it wrong, then it's Jesus's fault. But the answer is C, Uman and Thurman. Final answer. Are you sure it is not the Urim and Dwayne the Rock Johnson? <laughs> Yes, I'm positive it is C. Okay, we are on a roll. I am becoming very satisfied with having all of my theological questions that I've held in my heart for so long answered by you. And this is a great opportunity. So we're just gonna do one more question, okay? And then we'll all right. move on to your boring life. Um, 
you're just chilling at the local temple trying to flex with your knowledge in Leviticus when your mm. friend barges into the room. He excitedly says to you, bro, it's time. Let's go hunt down some Jesus nerds. So you hop in your car and you head towards some lame town called Damascus. And right as you're passing the third Wawa on the right, your friend just randomly falls out of the car and starts talking to himself frantically. Mm. After a few seconds of confusion, you call out to your friend by his name and ask, are you okay? And he responds, I can't see a thing and that's not my name. What significant biblical event is happening here? Uh, that is um, Saul's conversion uh, on the road to Damascus, Acts chapter 9, where he becomes Paul. That is correct. And he couldn't see a thing because I guess Jesus blinded him with his light. And then he said, that's not my name because his name changed from Saul to Paul. I believe so. Yes. Okay. Now, Perfect. Yes. Now, one correction. And, you know, pastors have a tendency to always do the correction thing. but uh, I'll edit it I, out, but okay, <laughs> go on. Okay. Yeah, I think the, the name change from Saul to Paul wasn't a uh, a result of a conversion from Judaism to Christianity. I think it was because of um, Saul is a Jewish name, and I think he goes with his more uh, Greek or Roman name, which is Paul. But yeah, so it was more of a I don't know a, a missional uh, purpose or yeah. So it wasn't like where you know when Catholics get baptized they get a new name. Uh, it actually wasn't like that. But. Uh, okay, so the name Paul was already like associated with Saul? I yes, guess. I believe so. Uh, okay, gotcha. Learn something that's, new every day. That's Too bad I'm going <laughs> yeah. yeah, to edit that out, so yeah. I look good. Um, yes. So let's move on. Um, I do want to ask some questions about how you're balancing work and life. Like, How has it changed since the quarantine started? Hmm. Um, well, uh, this is an answer you probably don't want to hear, but um, hasn't really changed much. Um, and it's because I'm always really bad with work-life balance. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah I, I don't have a uh, clock in, clock out type of um, routine where I'm sort of always on my computer or always in my study. And if I'm doing chores around the house or just, you know, doing regular things, I always have um, AirPods in my ear, <laughs> just uh, listening to something or even um, using the voice dictation to record or to, to type out something that I want <laughs> written down or responding back to emails. I'm talking to Siri, talking to Google. So, yeah, I, I don't have a real good work-life balance and uh, nothing has changed um since covid so or because of covid so yeah okay um well have you for a lot of us a lot of the listeners we have been watching like shows and movies a lot more since mm. we're home have you been watching any shows lately or reading any books lately um yeah so um i guess one show that my wife and i we've been really um dying to watch for years but never got around to it um uh, is um the, the Korean drama, 
uh, reply 1988. Uh, we've heard so many good things about it. Always wanted to watch it. And we finally got a chance to watch it uh, a few months ago. Uh, it was a great drama about family, friends, about community, about love. Yeah, and I highly recommend it. Uh, is, is there a special like premise to that show? Anything special you know, about the plotline? Um, it, it, it's a story about just um, a family or a group of families living on the same block in 1988. Um, so it's in that historical context which does bring back a lot of memories for people. And I think every episode, the theme is different. Um, the plot is different, but yeah, it centers around the family dynamics, relationships, um, and it tugs at the heart a lot. So, yeah. And uh, um, any books that you've been reading lately that you want to share about? Yeah, so there's this uh, one book that one of our members recommended to me. Uh, it's called Quiet by Susan Cain. Um, it's a book that deconstructs this idea that we have in society where we think everyone ought to be an extrovert or leaders are extroverts or extrovertism is always, you know, better. And it, it's a book that, yeah, just looks at some of those theories, debunks it and shows how important introverts are. And it's a book that I read and I kept shaking my head saying, yes, yes, amen, amen. Finally, someone gets us. Um, yeah, but it's a book I, I highly recommend. She also gave a uh, TED Talk uh, a few years back. Um, and whether you are an introvert or an extrovert, um, I highly recommend the book. Okay. Do you watch a lot of TED Talks? Uh, I listen to TED Talks. Yes, uh, I uh, have AirPods in my ear and I've listened to TED Talk. Um, TED Talk even has a, uh, a podcast with NPR and they compile um, really good TED Talks into one episode. And you listen to a lot of those? Yes, I do. So I have a follow-up question to that. Um, how did you get married when you're such a big nerd? <laughs> um, I think I'm a cool cat. I'm not a nerd. <laughs> I guess I'm nerdy for even calling myself a cool cat, but uh, uh, I'm not. I'm not a nerd. I I think I'm not a nerd. It's just, it, it's just again. It's just gotcha journalism. It, All right. I didn't write that question. It's uh, you know, it's just how you know the news world works nowadays. You know. Um, um, one more of that, and I'm gonna walk off the set. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So no more of that. Um, what do you miss most about non-quarantine life? What do I miss most? Um. So this past Thursday, we we had to bury our good friend. Um, Ashley Hun. It was her funeral and her burial the following day on Friday. What do I miss most? Um, I miss the fact that we can't sing together. So on Thursday, we were um, in the chapel having the funeral service and 
you know, because we're indoors, because of air droplets, because of, you know, um, a fear of the spread of Corona, we were unable to sing out loud together. And I think that I, it hit me, but oh, I really miss hearing other people sing. I miss other people sing the promises of God to God and also to me. Um, I do miss um, the singing of the congregation um, as we gather weekly. And um, following that, do you have any uh, prayer requests that you want the congregation to pray about? Uh, yes, it is. Um, so I don't know when this is going to be published, but um, because Pennsylvania is now in green, we're allowed to meet. Or not allowed, but it's, it's okay for us to meet. And the leadership, we're sort of working out what that's going to look like okay. um, in the weeks ahead. So the prayer request is for that, for wisdom. You know, people, you know, feel one way or another about this, about quarantine, about um, social distancing, about large gatherings. Uh, everyone is on different spectrums, but, or, or um, they have different opinions, but uh, wisdom so that I could make the decision based on, so that the leadership could make a decision based on what's good, what's first honoring of God, glorifying of God, mm-hmm. second edifying of the people, and third a good witness to the neighbors around us. So um, by the time this is published, the decision would probably have been made, emails would have been sent out, and so if you are in the middle of writing a vicious email to the leadership as to why we made such a decision, please. You know, listen to this podcast and pray for the leadership. Okay. I'm sure the four people that are listening right now will take you to that. Yes. And one of, <laughs> one of them is my mom. So, <laughs> so She's proud of you. She's proud of you. The father, son, Holy Ghost, and my mom. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you, Pastor Stephen. We are running out of time. So I, I want to thank you for joining us when you're really busy. And uh, I'm so sorry for wasting your time with all my dumb questions. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, thank you, Un, for what you're doing, um, for connecting the congregation uh, with one another. And um, yeah, you're using your skills and your talents to, uh, to build up the church. So thank you for that. Thank you. And final question we ask all of our interviewees. Do you want to nominate anybody else real quick for the next podcast? Yes. Do I want to nominate anyone else? Uh, I, what would it look like if you were to interview Taylor, your girlfriend? (laughs) She's really a boring person. So I don't know. It's going to be tough. Okay. uh, We'll, we'll think about it and pray about it. How about you just have a date and you secretly record the conversation? <laughs> you ask her questions uh, and uh, you just record it. My mom would stop listening real quick because <laughs> it will be very dry and dull. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hey, Pastor Stephen, thank you again for being with us. Thank you, Lynn. See you soon. See you soon. Bye-bye.